really we're living in a world that we have to adapt to. We have to learn how to monitor our kids in a way that they feel independence um, to where they know how to make these choices on their own when they where they know that what's being said on social media um, if cyber bullies are involved how to get themselves away from that hi my name is Cherie and this is life is cherry Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Life is Cherry. So today I wanted to talk about something that I think is very important. Um, I'm, like I said last week, I am going to continue talking about my life with my kids and all the things that I go through because I think as parents, um, you guys go through some of the same things and struggle or need questions answered or just thoughts from other parents you know and that's why I love to hear feedback from you guys as well because I think as parents like I I've always loved the whole tribe idea and being able to actually raise our children in a way to where we can complement each other as other parents we all bring a different perspective and different understanding through different situations that we've been through and part of my reasoning for kind of switching modes and kind of going down this road is Really, I I love being a mom. It is the one thing in my life that I know is the most important job that I have. And it's not always easy being a mom. It's not always easy being a parent. And if you're a single parent, you're doing it on your own, hey, kudos to you because it is hard enough to do it with two people. Um but my reason for this chat today, uh, some of you guys had responded to a question that I put out last week, and it's an important question that I think a lot of us as parents wonder about. And what it was is, what scares you about your child having social media platforms, having a smartphone, having having access to the internet, um, basically just living in the world that we live in today and how different it is from when we grew up and you know, maybe being able to have a conversation about what kind of things that we can put in place as parents to protect our kids. Um, do we take things away from our kids? Do we give these things to our kids? You know, um, do we limit time for kids for these different things? You know, it's just kind of a crazy world. It's a different world than we grew up in and we kind of have to adapt as parents. So I put the question out if um, what scared you guys about that? And I loved all the answers, you guys. Thank you so much for giving your input because I really can't do this on my own and know what you guys are thinking without your feedback. So I really appreciate that. Um, But one of the things that I really wanted to dive into is some of the things that I've seen in my own life and through some of my friends that I've had conversations with and what they've had to deal with as parents and I wanted to bring some of those up and what kind of things maybe we should look for as parents to know whether our kids should be safe on the platforms that they use or if they should have phones or what what's going on in that area. So I just want to share an experience with you guys. A few months ago, I, after starting my podcast, I have had a lot of people reach out and just letting me know how even just having some of these conversations has helped you guys. And I really appreciate that. That keeps me motivated to keep moving forward and bringing content to you guys. And the cool thing about it is I get to learn from you guys as you learn from me. And, um, this one day a couple months ago, I had a parent come to me and someone that I am not, I don't know super well, but somebody who I had recommended to listen to my podcast because they were getting into more fitness type stuff and didn't really explain all the other conversations that I wanted to have like down the road. But this parent came to me and was pretty emotional and I didn't know this story about this person because I hadn't known them very well but they had come to me and told me how important my podcast was and 
Sorry guys, I told you guys I get a little bit of I get a little emotional when it comes to talking about things that I really am passionate about, things that I really care about. Um but he was telling me how important my podcast was because I need to bring insight and knowledge to other parents, to others out there who who are unaware of some of the dangers in the world for our children and one of the things that he shared with me was a story about his son and his son grew up in the same area that my children are growing up in and going to the same school that his son went to school at and he shared with me a story about how his son had committed suicide and this is one of the biggest This is one of the biggest motivating factors for me in doing this podcast. Because you guys, our children's lives are so precious. And there's so many different things coming at our children every single day. And and we're not always going to be the influence in their life. That we're, They have so many different people giving them advice on how to live their life, how we're they stand in this world, um, whether their life is worth living or not. They have so many different voices coming at them all the time. There's cyber bullying out there. And I know you guys had mentioned like being worried about the cyber bullying, being worried about the content that's coming to our children, whether or not they should have access to things like apps where you can send secret messages to your kids, having adults contact our kids. I mean, there's just so many things to worry about. Um, But when he shared this story with me, he was telling me that he thought a big part of what contributed to this happening to his son was the fact that there was cyberbullying going on in the social media and things like that. And This has always been something that's worried me as a parent. I worry all the different influences that my kids have in their life. I worry about the friends they have. I worry about all the different information that's coming into them. And, you know, as a parent, it kind of makes you want to pull back and say, you can't have access to all these things. But really, we're living in a world that we have to adapt to. We have to learn how to monitor our kids in a way that they feel independence um, to where they know how to make these choices on their own when they where they know that what's being said on social media um, if cyber bullies are involved how to get themselves away from that so I'm gonna have a lot more conversations about this this is a big topic that I really feel strongly about that needs to be talked about and um from what you guys gave back to me on my question that I put out last week, I realized that you guys have the exact same concerns that I have. Um, one of the things that I've learned over the years, um, just from learning from other parents, other friends that I have, my sister um, and how she's raised her kids, is um, there's a lot of of access that other people have to our children when we give them access to social media, when they have iPhones. Here's the thing, you guys. If you stop your kids from having different social media apps, they're going to find a way to get them. I can't tell you how many times my children tell me that their friends are on a social media app, even though their parents tell them not, that they can't have it. And because those parents don't actually have those apps themselves, they don't understand how it works and they don't understand that you don't even need to have a phone to have those apps. Um, We have like these Gab phones and they're great, but our kids go to school. They go to different places where like they go to friends' houses and they have access to other computers and they can have these social media apps whether we like them to have them or not. And so my conversation today is really somewhat about being able to have trust in our children, being able to teach them. I think this is the biggest thing that we can do for our kids is teach them so that they're not naive to situations when they come about. 
one of the things that I think a lot of parents make a mistake about is they're like, oh, if I if I keep my kid hidden from all these things and I don't have to worry about them getting influenced by these things or getting contacted by other people. But the reality is, is our kids are smart. They're probably a lot smarter than us even when it comes to technology and these apps and phones and everything like that. And so they're going to make this happen for themselves. Whether you want them to have it or not, they're going to find a way to have it. And so I've always been on the side from just from what other parents have told me and their experiences is that if you restrict your kids from having it, then they're going to find a way to, to do it and they're going to not tell you when they do the things that are a little bit on the line of them knowing that it's not right and whether it's wrong. And so kind of what I want to talk about today is just being able to enable our children to make choices for themselves and understand how to deal with situations when they come about. Um, A few of the situations that I have heard other parents talk about is I had some friends where they all of a sudden found that their daughter, who was 15 at the time, was not asking them for money anymore. When she would go to hang out with friends, she had money, she was buying clothes, she was buying all this stuff, and they started wondering where this money was coming from. Well, they did have access to her phone, um, so they actually pulled up her, they took her phone from her, and they looked at some of the things on her phone, and they found out that she had a Venmo account that had quite a bit of money in it, it had a couple hundred dollars in it. And so they brought this up to their daughter and asked her what was going on. And this 15-year-old girl had had some older men and maybe some kids who said that, men who said that they were her age, asking her to send them photos of her feet or take video of her painting her toenails and stuff like that. And so she was actually like doing these videos for these people and they were giving her money for them. You guys, it is so simple for our kids to get sucked into these situations because our kids have access or other people have access to our kids that we don't even know about sometimes. And so I think it's like in this scenario, I think, you know, This is one of those things where like, yeah, I want to take the phone away from them. I want to have them have no access to anything like that because I don't want this to happen to my kid. But how about we take another look at it? What if on the other side of things, before this even happened, before they even get contacted by these people, you have open conversations about these concerns? What if you had a talk and said, hey, I know this situation happened with another family. I just want to make sure that you're aware that these people will contact you and how what kind of road this leads you down if you choose to participate in these types of activities. Because guess what? Our kids are so naive to these situations. They don't understand that painting your toenails or taking pictures of your feet can lead into access into other things in their lives that they might be like, oh, well, you know, that was only only my feet, but next time I might show, take a picture or do a video in some other way to earn a little bit more money. And so I think like having those conversations with their kids is just the better way to go because they had no idea that these people were going to contact their daughter about that. It could be a friend at school. It could be a boy at school that says, hey, I'll pay you to show me this or give me a picture of this, you know? So constantly having those conversations with your kids is a huge deal and being able to look out for each other. I think one of the big things that I have seen that my kids do and, you know, it's like that, that sibling rivalry thing where, I think our kids just kind of weirdly want to get each other in trouble, right? Like we all we all did that when we were younger. Like whenever you could get your kid, your brother or sister in trouble, you did. It was called tattletelling, right? But um, but really, when you have this conversation, I think with your kids about the dangers of what's out there, then they kind of look out for each other when they're on these social media apps. Um, I know that when my kids have concerns about each other, like if their younger sibling or youngest sibling gets on a, a 
an application, an app that I don't want her to be on because she's too young for it. Um, because they're on those um, those apps and those that social media, those social media platforms, they actually will let me know about it. They'll come and tell me that what is happening and they'll let me know that I need to have a talk with my youngest and about the safety. So I think like being able to have that conversation with your kids and say, these are the things that you need to look for. These are the things that can happen and kind of even role-playing and letting them know how to handle these situations. I think it's huge. Um, Some of the things that I think you guys need to know as parents is um, this is something that I'm kind of learning as I go along because I am not always on all these apps, right? So it's harder for me to learn what my kids have access to and what they don't. Um, But one thing that I think you guys should know, if your kid has Instagram and Snapchat and different platforms like that, um, even Facebook, There are ways for people to contact your kids without you knowing. There are ways for your children to post stuff on these social media platforms without you seeing it. Even if you are one of their friends on these apps, they can actually restrict you from seeing certain posts that they put out. And I think this is like a big conversation that you should constantly have with your kids and why it's important for them to not include you in seeing some of the posts that they put out because they're obviously trying to hide something from you and this is why I say like the more we restrict our kids the more they'll figure out a way around it right and I've had this happen with my kids where they didn't want me to see something that they posted to their friends and so I don't see some of those posts and it's has to be a continual conversation that you have with your kids because as time goes on they'll forget oh mom taught me about this mom talked to me about this and she wasn't okay with this and just being able to have those conversations you know it's not going to save them completely from not doing it but at least if you can talk to them before it becomes even a question in their mind whether they should do it or not, then they'll know where you stand. They'll know that how to deal with these situations and just be better prepared so they're not naive to some of the things that come about. Um, One of the things that I talk to my kids about is I don't want them to have friends that are not people that are people that they do not know. Um, Guess what? It still happens here and there. And so a lot of times I'll like ask who it is that my kids are talking to and how they met them and just because I want to make sure of how they're getting contacted by these different people but I think communication is a huge deal when it comes to all of this I have conversations with my kids constantly even about the bullying aspect of it and I let them know straight up. I'm like, you know, if you ever getting bullied by anybody at school, if you're ever getting bullied by anyone on social media platforms, it's not going to be a big deal. It's not going to be the end of the world to remove yourself from these, from these apps, from these social media platforms. I think our kids are in such a world these days where they feel like their whole life is lived through a lot of these social media apps And when somebody's bullying them online and putting it out there for all their friends to see, then their whole world melts down. They, they can't actually deal with it because it spread so quickly back when we were, when I was a kid, I mean, that was just gossip, right? You would have to wait for kids to get to school the next day for all the gossip to be spread. Well, if somebody dislikes something about you and they want to put it out to the world, they just have to do it in a second. I've had some of my friends, some of my kids' friends do those same types of posts where they won't, they'll post it to everybody else, but then my kid won't see what they posted. And so they'll go and talk bad about even my child on social media without my child being able to see it. But luckily my, my kids have good enough friends that they let them know that this kind of thing is happening. But I think like having these conversations with your kids and allowing an open space for them to be able to come and talk to you about these things, I think that's the biggest key here in being able to teach our children because 
as the world adapts, as our as our connection to each other through virtual reality and all these different platforms, as it grow, grows and increases, we're going to have to adapt each time. And it's going to become easier and easier for people to access our kids. Um, so we have to have these conversations constantly. It has to be something that maybe you check in with once a week, maybe every other week. I would... I need to be better at it myself. And this is just a good reminder for me that, you know, it's been a while since I've had these conversations with my kids, but I think it's, it's really important for us to keep these conversations coming because sometimes our kids just need us to ask how things are going. Sometimes our kids just need us to be able to say, Hey, has anybody been picking on you through social media? This is how to handle it. If this happens if this ever happens and it gets out to everybody you know at school and you feel like you cannot go to school and be seen or even be around any of these people, come and talk to me. I am the place that you can come and we can fix this. We can make this better. It's not the end of the world. Your world on these social media platforms is not your real life. And we can separate you from that and and it's going to be a really hard conversation, especially if you ever have your child have to deal with this because that's all they know. All the kids that they go to school with, all the kids that are on social media, and a lot of, and this is what's kind of happening is a lot of people are taking their kids away from school, so they really only have a social life on social media. So if they get bullied on social media, then their whole world will melt down. And if we're not having these conversations with our kids so they know that this is a possibility that it could happen. Um, one of the conversations I have with my kids constantly is, I, I guess I shouldn't say constantly, maybe like once a month or so, I will just kind of check in with them and say, you know, like if if I notice something different in their demeanor, something different in like just the way that they're dealing with things. And I'll usually have conversations and just ask them, you know, are people saying bad things about you on social media? How are you feeling about this? You know, um, it's just one of those things that you constantly have to have an open conversation with because sometimes our kids are just waiting for us to ask them because they don't know how to bring it up. But also creating a safe space for them to be able to come to you and say, hey, I really screwed up and I got involved in this. How do I get myself out of it? But if we don't leave an open space for them to do that and we don't just even go to them and say, hey, this is a possibility. This could happen. This is how you should deal with it. Or if this happens, come talk to me because there's always a way out. There's always a way around it and you can always better your life. I think that we get so sucked into what our worth is through how we're seen on social media, especially our children, that we forget that that's just virtual reality. Guess what? If you remove yourself from it two weeks from now, nobody will even remember what that conversation was or what was said about you. And I think that that's something that we really need to put a pro put across to our kids is that this is the apps and social media and all that that's coming at them on on those platforms. It's not reality, and it is the easiest place to remove yourself from and start over. A lot of times we gotta just even actually have the conversation with our kids and say, you know what, sometimes you have to rise above this kind of stuff and start your new chapter in your life. Whether they're 10, 12, 16, 18, 30, 40, we all can have a brand new start and we don't have to let our world cave in on us. But when we don't have these conversations with our kids to where they know that and understand that they don't have to be so attached to what is said about them on social media or how they're seen on social media or even at school then sometimes that can break them down they don't even know how to deal with those situations 
And that even happens as adults. And maybe this is a good conversation just for even us as parents to realize that like our reality is our existence in our homes, you know, and the people that we share our lives with and this virtual life that we live through all these social media apps is not our real world. It's not our real life. And I know a lot of people like get so emotionally like involved in things on their social media apps to where they have to remove themselves because they are so physically hurt or so physically like attached to this social media app to where it really makes them go crazy. Just realize, and I've seen many of my friends take breaks from social media and I love that because that tells me that there are people out there who realize that their life exists beyond social media, that their world can exist in a beautiful place and we don't actually need this virtual world that we are living in. Our life at home is our real world. Even though we have to be on these different platforms and do all these things for different aspects of our life, that is not our actual life. And I think by creating a space even at home to where that our kids know that that is their real world and, and creating opportunities for them to spend time with their friends when it's not just online, then it helps them realize that they don't need that so much. One of the other things that I really wanted to talk about was just the connection, the being able to have people that you even know that can access your children. We had a situation this last year personally where one of my kids' friends' parents and my husband and I were in a disagreement about something, um, just a way that they had affected my child and I didn't agree with the way that they went about things and this parent thought that they could go around me and contact my child through social media and have a conversation with my child without me knowing. This is a huge thing that I think that parents need to be aware of because even when you when our kids are friends with other kids and they're connected on these social media platforms that puts them in a place for our kids, friends, parents to actually be able to have conversations with our kids. And I think we need to make sure that our children know that that is possible also. And just because they are a parent of one of our one of your friends doesn't mean that they can contact you privately and message you privately. Um, This was something that was, I couldn't believe that this parent would do because I would never go behind their back and contact their child and talk badly about her to their child without them knowing or even at all. Like, I I just don't agree with any parent um, trying to manipulate another child into taking their side over their parent and this was something that I didn't ever even think would be a problem. I always felt safe in the space of my kids being able to, um, even some of my kids' friends, parents are friends with my kids. And I never thought that that was something that I would have to worry about. But these parents can have access to our kids without us even knowing by privately messaging our kids as well. And I think that's a conversation that needs to happen with our kids too and how to deal with that situation and realizing that our kids need to understand how to place boundaries in their relationships and letting another person, and it's not a bad thing to let another parent know that they are overstepping boundaries and that they will be letting their parents know that they contacted them. This is a huge deal, you guys, because we don't know what our kids, friends, parents have in mind with our kids, right? They could be somebody who's a predator of some sort. They could be undermining you as a parent because they feel like they could parent better than you. And so I think it's very good to be aware of the fact that even people you know can access your children and 
and just to be able to teach our children how to deal with those situations. Luckily in my my place where we, this happened to us, um, we've had conversations with our kids about what's right and wrong in that area and not exactly that that um, situation specifically because I had never ever had to deal with that or never heard of it before. Um, but luckily my child knew that that was not right what this other parent was doing, that they shouldn't be talking to them about what our situation was behind our back. Like they should never, ever contact other children. It's just not okay. I would never, ever contact another child and say anything about their parents. And if you're a parent out there who thinks that that could be an okay thing, it's not okay. Don't ever contact another child's, another parent's child even if your child is friends with them, you need to get permission from that other parent before you even have a conversation with them. And I just think that needs to be a rule across the board. And I don't think that these kinds of things are really established because until you actually have to deal with them, you don't really realize that people will do this kind of thing, right? But the reason why I want to bring up some of these situations are is because If I can save anybody else from some of the pain that I've had to deal with or some of the pain that my friends have had to deal with with their own children, if we can help to not make our children naive to these situations and understand that, you know, there's like TikTok that that has all this information that is being put in front of our kids, you know, that TikTok is one of probably the biggest platform that our children are watching right now. And if you have not gotten on TikTok, I highly recommend you getting on TikTok because it's kind of, if you have young children on TikTok that are looking at the stuff on TikTok, get them off of TikTok and tell them it's an age thing. You got to teach them that there's apps for different age groups, right? I didn't realize how bad TikTok was until it was a little too late. I already let my two older children have this app and... The stuff that is being put out to our children is kind of horrifying, actually. I started using TikTok and because of the algorithms, I was like being fed different inspirational stuff because I love to like have all the inspirational stuff come on my feed. So I'll like, I'll like things like that. Well, I stopped using TikTok for probably a couple of months and I went back in to look at it. And so it didn't have my algorithm all figured out anymore because I had taken such a long break. So it started showing me some new videos on my feed. And you guys, it was so sad. And I don't know if these kids' parents know that they're doing it or what, but there were like 12 and 13-year-old girls on there being very seductive, um, trying to like attract other guys and... It's just a crazy place because it shows our kids that it's a way for them to have people like them, for them to get themselves out there. And it doesn't matter how they put themselves out there. They can do something sexy to get somebody to like what they're putting out there. And I think that this is a huge reason to have a conversation with our kids. And and I, and I talk about this because... As your kids get older, it may seem easy as they're younger, but as they get older, they're going to start feeling like they're old enough to do some of these things, right? Our kids like to feel independent. They like to be able to make choices on their own. But if they never have these conversations with these with their parents, then they never actually know. They never have an idea. They never have a decision already made in their head about what they can put on TikTok, what they can view on TikTok. I mean, there's young girls on there talking about doing things to men that they shouldn't be talking about, you know, and, and everybody can parent their kids the own, their own way, but I'm pretty sure if most of you parents out there had seen some of the TikTok videos that came across my feed, you guys would be as horrified as I was. And I'm, I'm a pretty... I'm pretty open with my kids about a lot of stuff and we have conversations about things all the time and I try to leave an open space for them to be able to have those conversations with me. But if I stop, if I just do it once and I think that that's good enough, 
then there's going to be new conversations, new things that come up that need to be talked about. So my whole point in doing this podcast today is really for you guys to be aware of what's going on out there. I mean, there's so many things, especially on TikTok. TikTok, I highly recommend you get on TikTok. Get on TikTok so you know what is out there, what is in front of our kids, because it is one of the fastest growing platforms that our kids can add content to and they can take in content from. So you need to be on these platforms because you need to understand how they work. You can't hide from them. You can't hide them from your children. They're going to find a way to use them. They're going to find a way to have access to them, whether they have a phone or not. These Gab phones seem really awesome. I think that they're great. Um, but still, you have to have that conversation with your kids. If you have, if you don't allow your kids to have a phone or a computer or you have parental settings on them, they're still going to be able to con- like have access to these things through other friends at school. There's really no way of hiding this stuff from our kids. So I think really the biggest thing that we need to do as parents is just educate our kids. Educate them to understand how to handle these situations. And this needs to have be a conversation we have constantly. And I even need to be better at this with my kids because I, I get busy with regular life stuff and I forget that these conversations are important and they need to happen often. And if our kids don't know where we stand in these situations and what's right and what's wrong, we're allowing the world to teach our children what's right and what's wrong and how to handle these situations. And I will tell you, what's out there in the world is not what we want to have taught to our children. I love being a mom. I love every opportunity to have different experiences with my kids and I love having open conversations with my kids so I get an idea of how they feel about these things too. Um, Some of the things that I do to check in with my kids is I ask them how they feel about these platforms, what they think is good or bad about these platforms. Um, And by opening up these conversations, and it can be just as simple as that, ask them what their concerns are. Ask them what they've seen other kids do that they think is bad. Um, if your kid has a phone and they have access to texting and calling other people when you're not around, make sure that they know what if they text other people that they're not going to be the only ones to see those texts. Parents are seeing them. Other kids are seeing them. If you, if your date, if your kids are dating and you send pictures to other kids, they're probably going to share those pictures with other kids, right? And it's such a strange world because I didn't ever have to deal with this as a teenager. I never even had to worry about even like texting or anything like that. I didn't even get a phone till I was in college. But these conversations need to happen. I remember when I was younger and I thought, okay, my dad came and had the birds and the bees talk with me when I was 17, I believe, 17, yeah. And I just remember thinking... Uh, it's, he's a little late for this. I kind of already know what this is all about, right? And this kind of stuff needs to be, those conversations need to happen before they get to an older age. We need to start talking about this kind of stuff to our kids who are 10. If you, If your kid has access to any phone or computer or if they have friends that have phones or computers this conversation needs to start from a very young age because from a very young age people have access to our kids through these different apps and these different um, platforms and so what I recommend for you guys and what I'm trying to do and I want to hear back from you guys I want to know what your ideas of things are of in these situations but Just make sure that you keep an open conversation about all of this, about cyberbullying, about the virtual world versus reality, Um, have conversations about the different apps that they are using, um, making sure that they're using them correctly, letting your children know that it's not okay to be posting stuff without you knowing 
and allowing them to have the freedom to make choices on their own by teaching them the ways that you would do things. I think those are conversations that we constantly need to have with our kids. We need to constantly be talking to them, telling them how we handle these situations. Because when we can share that experience with them, then they'll know how to deal with them themselves and they'll be able to handle them a lot better and not be so naive to situations when they come about. Um, But you guys, tell me some of the things that you're afraid of, some of the experiences that you've dealt with. I want to hear it all. I want to know what you guys are struggling with, what you've had to deal with with your kids because the biggest thing that I want for this world for our kids is to have a safe space for them I want them to be able to have the mental health that they need to have to be able to be strong leaders of this world and if we can teach them how to handle these situations then they won't be sucked into situations that they are naive to and they fall into because they have no idea what to expect in those situations it's kind of just like the drug conversation If you don't talk to your kid and you don't tell them that they shouldn't be doing drugs and what to say in situations where their friends might offer them drugs, then they're not going to know what to say in those situations or they might be peer pressured because they never kind of role played with their parents on how to say no in those situations. Um, These are all conversations that we need to have with our kids and these are all situations that can lead down the road of having their world fall apart if they don't know how to handle these situations, if they don't know how to get out of these situations, and to also leave it open for them to come and talk to you when they have screwed up. One of the things I always tell my kids is I don't care what you get into or what you're involved in. If you don't, I don't want you ever to feel like you can't come to me and talk to me about these situations and kind of list some of those situations off and just realize that you are going to always be there for them and they always have you to draw strength from in situations where they might not be able to feel like they can handle situations in their life. If we can have a tribe of parents who want the best for our children, that we can share what we've learned as parents in different situations, we only become better parents by sharing these experiences, knowing how we can help our kids, how we get through depression, anxiety, all the things that come along with living this different world that our kids live in. Our kids are suffering so much from social anxiety and that's going to probably be my next topic that I talk about. But our kids live in such a virtual world that they don't know how to actually socialize with other people. They don't know how to have person-to-person connections. And you guys... We can't pretend that we can't just keep these things from our kids, these these apps, these social media platforms. We've got to allow them to be able to make the choice to be on them or not because they're going to get them anyway. But definitely educate our kids on what's out there and how they can protect themselves and how they can really get past some of the hard things that they have to deal with through these situations. And... And how if they have siblings to protect each other and to leave an open space for kids to have conversations with us about what's going on in their world because they deal with stuff that they're not going to tell their parents about. I dealt with stuff as a kid that I didn't tell my parents about. I'm sure you guys did too. It's just what happens. But I know if you have regular conversations with your kids about these different types of situations and you ask them how they feel about them, if they've ever had to deal with them, then it leaves an open conversation for them to realize that, okay, my parents do kind of get what I have to go through sometimes. And my parents kind of get that there's all this content out there that may be confusing to me. The best place to be with having kids is being in the place where your kids don't have to feel afraid to come and say, hey mom, I saw this on social media. What does this mean? Hey mom, I'm dealing with this with a friend on social media. What should I do? Hey mom, this person contacted me because 
I'm friends with them, with somebody else, and they're saying things like this, how do I deal with this? Teach your children how to have boundaries. Teach them how important it is to have breaks from social media. This is something that I still have to deal with every single day. I'm not perfect at it. I just want to have this conversation because these are important conversations. I want to know what you learn as a parent, what you deal with as a parent, what your kids are dealing with, because I'm pretty sure my my kids are going to be dealing with those same situations. So you guys, I love when you guys are giving me feedback, answering my survey questions, because it really teaches me how to be a better parent myself. And I hope that I can just give this information to all you other parents out there. Um, Hopefully you can learn from the things that I've had to deal with. Hopefully, you know, we can share some more stories. I want to have some other parents on to talk about some of these topics. I'm definitely talking about this one again because it needs to be one that we never forget to have conversations with about our kids because sometimes I forget. Sometimes it's been a month or two before having another conversation like this with my kids. And it's just because life gets busy. But these conversations are so important and we need to make sure that they happen often. And you guys, I am excited because I have a few guests coming up that are going to be on with me that we're going to be talking about some of this stuff in depth and how just social media, how having phone, how having screens in front of them all the time, how it's affecting our kids' brains, why it's important to be able to get our kids out doing stuff out in the sunshine, out in the mountains, out with nature, being able to have family time. All those things are very important and I'm really excited for the next couple guests I'm going to be having pretty soon here and just having some conversations about how to help our kids live healthier mentally and physically and be able to handle certain situations that come about. And and here's something that I'm actually kind of trying to work on lately and maybe you guys have a good idea of how to do it, but I think it's important to be able to talk to our kids about them limiting their own time on their screens for them to say, okay, one of the rules that I have is if we have family over, if we are doing things as a family that they are not allowed to be on their screens. And that's just a rule that I put in place and, you know, you still have to get after your kids about it, but they're, my kids are usually pretty good about it and just letting them know how important relationships are and not to live their whole life through a virtual world. And yeah, give me your input on that. I'd like to know how you guys deal with that. And I think it's really important. Any of you guys who have been successful at having your kids limit their own time and understanding the importance of that. I think them educating our kids to understand that they need to limit their own time is really the best way to do it because, and you're going to have to set up your own rules as they're younger, but as they get older, they need to make that decision on their own because guess what? They're not always going to be at your house. They're going to grow up. They're going to go to college. They're going to move away. They're going to live their own lives and helping them have an understanding of how important it is to have time away from those screens and live their actual life instead of a virtual life is super important. But if anything, all I want to be able to put across to you guys and do with this podcast is being able to help us come together as parents, have these discussions, learn from each other, understand that we're not alone as parents. Because guess what? When you're fighting with your kid constantly and you don't know how to deal with the situation, it's easy to think that you're the only parent going through this. But I will tell you, the more that I've reached out to other parents and asked them how they've dealt with situations, I've learned that I'm not the only one that goes through what I'm going through. And there are things that you can learn from other parents because they made mistakes. Guess what? We have all had our first, as a parent, we all had our first child, right? And we're learning to parent as they're learning to become different stages in their own life, right? As they become teenagers, we're learning how to parent a teenager, you know? And it's just a learning experience with that first kid. And if you can learn from other parents who have dealt with situations and made the mistakes, then I think that's what this tribe of being parents is all about, is to be able to come together and just be able to be there for each other and share our stories so that we know how to best implement different situations or different um, things that we want to help our kids get through. And 
you know, I 100% really believe in any relationship and having open communication. And with our kids, that's huge. In our marriages, that's huge. Even with our parents, with our siblings, no matter how old we get, communication and sharing our love for each other and wanting to keep a good relationship is super important, you guys. But if I can do anything with this podcast, I want to be able to help us reach our children, to help them live healthier, happier, mentally stable and happy lives. And one of the biggest things that I would love to make a difference in is to stop suicides, to stop bullying, to stop this mental health crisis that we have, the social anxiety crisis and depression crisis that we have that's growing rapidly because of the way that our world is going. And we need to create a healthier space for our kids to grow up in. And we just need to keep having these conversations and learn from each other and learn how we can help each other as we learn from our own experiences. That's the only way we can we can learn Um, And each child is different. My first child is very different than my second child. And my third child is very different than my other ones. So once you got it figured out for one child, don't think it's going to work out for the other ones. You got to change. You got to adapt because they're going through things at different moments in their life. And just having the understanding that kids aren't cookie cutter lives. They actually have different personalities, different interests, different reasons to handle situations and this is why it's so important to have these these conversations with each of our children individually and understand their understanding of it all what they struggle with what they see their friends struggle with keep that communication open and realize that how important it is to have that communication but Anyways, I love you guys. I'm so glad we got to have this conversation. There's so much more to be said and I probably rambled on a little too much, but I think what I'm going to do is I want to dissect and kind of talk about each of these situations, each of these platforms, uh, maybe individually and just like kind of get it a good idea of how you guys feel about it, how my kids feel about it, how their friends feel about it and how to better help our kids navigate through this world of virtual reality and these virtual platforms and being able to still live a healthy balanced life every day so i love you guys thanks for listening in 